It's the RU Review, episode number 11. I'm Steve Titchener in the studio with Matt Lachlan. And John McAlevey is on the line. And boys, a brutal Saturday uh, this past Saturday at SHI State. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, 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 oh. Somebody open a window. We got to get the stench out of there. <laughs> here, here, listen, listen. <laughs> so, look, we let's break it down. Uh, we have to take a look at this this absolute mess. And, you know, listen, we were just praising Noah Vedro last week for just a tough, a tough win at Illinois. He's a tough guy. Uh, did a good job of game management. Ran the ball a lot. And listen, in this that particular Saturday, you know, he did the job and led Rutgers to victory. So, and we were praising that. Uh, we got to remember that. Now, this this past Saturday, again, you know, the roller coaster with Noah continues. I mean, he was terrible. It's, it's, I mean, he threw in the coverage. His first interception was horrible. It was There was five white jerseys around it. I mean, there was, Rutgers was, there was no chance of, of, of a completion there. I don't know why he was throwing that ball. Maybe the sun was coming down pretty hard, it seemed. Well, some speculation yeah. that it was a wrong route. Wrong. Okay. But still, they're just throwing into a pack in of, way. he threw into a pack of badgers for goodness sake. So, uh, and then, then, you know, so you get a short field there, they score. I mean, the Rutgers defense just really didn't um, do the job like we hoped they would. Uh, and then the uh, the pick six was uh, was bad again. He overthrew the receiver. He tends to do that a lot. He tends to overthrow the ball a lot, uh, high and and um, and deep. Um, even though his his arm strength is a question mark, he still he still ten- has a tendency to do that. It's a pick six. Um, and you know when you're playing from behind against a team like Wisconsin with the defense that they had. And let's remember they were struggling at the beginning of the season. They they found themselves and they're actually a good team now. But listen, you know, um, you know, they they got beaten by Penn State and Michigan. You know, two good teams at Camp Randall, uh, and then they put things together. Their defense is very good. Let's give them credit. Their defense is very good. But boy, uh, Rutgers gave them uh, gave them a few gifts there, and you can't do that, Matt. Start, you know, if you want to win the game. Well, the gift starts on the offensive line. I mean, they're just bigger, stronger. Uh, that's been Wisconsin's hallmark for years. That's why they have so many guys like Jonathan Taylor who have made it to the national football league, by the way, Jersey guy. Mm -hmm. And that's because they open up huge holes, by the way, he's awfully talented. So yeah, that that's a problem. Uh, They're banged up. That's a problem. And I, but I just don't know why it was so bad, except they fell behind so quickly and they just, they cannot, they cannot play makeup football. Johnny, as you know, this team is not composed that way. They don't have the weapons. It's got to be a possession team. And when you fall behind, you don't have time for that. Plus they don't have the yeah. weapons. Just, but yeah. it was just, well, was I, mentioned I, it. I was, I was listening to the game. I was in San Jose. The devils were completing a three game road trip and I was getting ready for a game. And all I can say is I'm glad I listened to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me, let me add to that. I was actually on the West coast too, Matt. And I was in uh, Marin, uh, just uh, North of uh, San Francisco. My wife went on a, a hike with the group. And you should have joined I, her. Yeah. And I, I sat and watched the entire game. And um, yeah, and after that, I wished I had joined them for uh, for the hike. For sure. But Johnny, yeah, what do you think of that? De- off the cliff. What's your take of that debacle on Saturday? You know, what my take was that it, after the first quarter at seven to three, you kind of stabilize things. And then it was, you know, touchdown, pick six, and then another touchdown. And then you know, five minutes into the second quarter, the game was over and you could have just shut off your sets and, uh, and gone home. Because yeah, it wasn't it, terrible it was in the over. first quarter. You're right, John. Well, listen, that. they picked off Graham Mertz early 
They got a, a, a nice yeah. uh, uh, interception there. And then after that, Graham Mertz became Johnny Unitas. And I think that the uh, yeah. Rutgers D allowed that because he's not a, a very good quarterback. He has his stats are no. horrible coming well, in. And I he would say the defense, yeah. Rutgers defense is really that good. Let's be honest. Well, it's I mean, listen, not, they, yeah. they, well, they, they have, have their they have flashes. They have the That's moments. It. You're they right, have Matt. Their moments. They're not and they, they didn't have them on the Saturday. There, were, there was nothing there on and Saturday. And it's skewed by some of the blowouts, but mm-hmm. statistically, they're near the bottom in just about every yeah. defensive category. All right, so, so let's look at it. I mean, we okay, they got four wins. It's kind of where we thought this team would be, but I still think that the two games that really stick out for me are brutal losses to Ohio State and Wisconsin, where they should have lost anyway. Let's face it, the pro- programs are ahead of them. They got more talent. But the way they lost, just like you just said, Matt, the way they lost is discouraging because they didn't even belong on the field with either team at home. Mm-hmm. At home, remember yeah. this. Rutgers and that's hard to it's hard to watch. In both. Fifty-two points in both of those. But, I mean, losses. there's FCS yeah. teams that'll play these two these two teams and hang in there better than Rutgers did. That's my point. I mean, it really was. And can we get after a game plan here? Is it we can can we get after the coaching? To a certain extent, and again, I'll go, I'll go on and on about her. You know, Shiano is here and he belongs here and I'm excited he's here and he's going to build something. And I listen to his pre- press conferences and I agree with him. I'm there, but I mean, couldn't you have mitigated this disaster in some way with some kind of, some kind of proficient offense in some way, there's gotta be a way. I mean, Sean Gleason's having a rough time this, this, uh, this year. There's got to be some way to move that ball in some way. And because if, if, if it's three and out, three and out, three and out, or interception, interception, what have you, you're not going to win the game. And let's face this. Listen, the turnover battle is not a strategy, guys. It's not a strategy. It's what you hope to do. And let's face it. Luck is involved in that, too. The other team fumbling the ball, what have you, a bad pass by the quarterback. You hope to win the turnover battle. And that's been over for Rutgers. Let's face it. When they win the turnover battle, they tend to win the game. And, and yes, being an opportunistic team is great and preaching that, but it's not really a game plan. Oh, no. I mean, you go in saying we'll win it because we'll be alert, we'll be aggressive, but you can't control that. You just you just have to hope that by putting yourself in a position, you're able to take advantage of another team's mistakes. No, it's it's disappointing because you look at some of their games and you think, okay, maybe they've turned the page. Maybe they've turned a corner. But in the end, they put a performance like this up on the board and you go, really? Um, so I, I, I agree with you to a point, Steve, that this is about where you would expect the record to be, but the look is not what you expected. You, ex- you expected that mm. they'd be a team on the come and it doesn't look that way. That, that's the no, problem. And, and they can't get out of their own way offensively. But I still think it's a talent situation. And Greg Shiano cannot go to the podium after yeah. any game, win or lose, and go, Wow, we won that game despite having fewer good players than the other side. And he can't go to the podium and say we got our butts kicked because we just don't have the talent. And that is a reality becoming more and more. And last year seems to me, Johnny, to be a little bit more of the mirage. And and Shannon said it a lot early. Last year was a COVID situation, no crowds, things like that. The world is different now. And I think they snuck up on a couple of people. So I think those three Big Ten wins – Eh, you know, probably came too soon. Yep. But I, I think, you know, the further we get into the Greg Schiano era, num- number two, you know, if you keep seeing these Chris Ashian type losses, then, then all of the, you know, mystique and the pandemonium and Piscataway and the NFL pedigree and the keep on chopping, you know, some people are going to start to put their fingers in their ears and say, okay, that's all great, but can we lose 
you know, 28 to 14? Do we have yeah, to like, lose oh, well, 52 to three? Yeah, like, like the Michigan State so game. non-competitive. Michigan State. It was non-competitive. Yeah. Again, but they weren't non-competitive against the second quarter. It's they over. weren't non-competitive against Michigan. Like, and Michigan State, frankly, they were yeah. within a touchdown in the second half. So that's, so that's, my, that's my point that, you know, Michigan State is a is a good team. Michigan uh, clearly is a good team. Um, so if you they're can, good, if you can get it, top 10, if you can get it done with them, at least stay around and, and have a chance in the second half to do something then why can't you at least figure that out against these other teams? And I know transitive property. I know we're getting into something that's a little tricky here. Why? Why? Okay, so if, if Illinois can go beat Penn State at, at State College, why can't Rutgers go in there and do it? I get, you know, and because and we, we beat Illinois at their place. So it's it's week to week, and and, and you see a different game. I, I, it goes down to scheme and game plan, and, and, and some of it, I think, can be put on these guys. And, and yet, listen – Shiano doesn't absolve himself. He says, Hey, I, I made a mistake there. I, I, I got to coach better. And then I appreciate that from, him. he's very upfront and honest, you know, and, and I, I, listen, I want continuity on the offense. I want Sean Gleason to stay and lead that offense and do his thing. We saw some really cool stuff, but you know what? We saw that really cool stuff last year with the year that supposedly didn't happen, <laughs> but this year we just, yeah. we're not seeing it. And, um, there's a reason I, you know, I, and I think Matt, you keep going back to the offensive line and you're probably right. If you can't block, then how do you run an offense? And, you know, maybe it is that bad. Well, I, I don't think that we've talked about it at nauseum. They don't have the depth. Then they have situations like Tverdov gets suspended. They don't have any really buddy behind him. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, they're not going to be really, really competitive. By the way, I'm going to say this again. And you talked about it, but I say it every time when we text and I say it on every show, four wins. They only need two more. Mm-hmm. So except for the way they lost last week and the way they lost to Ohio State, although that's maybe more expected than than Wisconsin, they still are where you thought they where you hoped they might be. They won those first three. Now they got another one. They got a chance this Saturday, but I just don't think he has the horses and it's not going to be much better until next season for sure. And then the year after that, when he's got a lot of recruiting classes, he doesn't have the quality. He doesn't have the depth that's coming. And with that, we'll, we'll clean the stuff off our shoes here, move on and, and look at Indiana. Um, And again, Indiana, again, the year that didn't happen last year, they were six and one and looked uh, pretty good. They lost their bowl game, but they were uh, a good solid big 10 team last year in, in a, uh, in a puzzling year, as we know, but uh, this year, man, they've really fallen off. I mean, they, they had a really good defense. I think they lost some guys on defense and then, uh, and of course they lost, uh, uh, you know, Michael Penix as well. And, and look, they're a different team w- with him on the field yeah. without a doubt. Their offense yeah. stinks and their defense yeah. stinks. The, you know what this Johnny, you know what this game is no, no. this weekend, Johnny, Steve, what's that? We stink less than you bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. I was going to say, talk about underachieving. Boy, the Hoosiers. Wow. Yeah. They had a lot. They were preseason top 25 and yeah. they are really bad. At but here's, here's, so here's where Rutgers. This Ruck- is a real good yeah. opportunity for, for Rutgers. I mean, you, Matt, win- you keep saying two more wins, two more wins. I'm with you, this Johnny. A game with a, yeah, with a freshman quarterback. What? You got to go win and you well, got to beat this team because yeah, but they're here, bad. Five wins then if you win. But has Rutgers there is better on the road. Rutgers is just yeah. for whatever reason terrible at home. Oh, There's no home field advantage. But 
that Pachette five, and that's why they should be fired up. I'm not saying they won't be. I'm not saying they have their heads down, but this is a chance. If they lose this one, then the likelihood of beating Penn State in Maryland, you know, is slim and bull hopes go out the window. But if they win, and that's why they should be fired up, they've got a two-game season to get that sixth win. But here's the problem. It's a on the line. But here's the if, and it's a big if, because Michael Penix Jr. is practicing with a team and could possibly play, and they are a different team with him. That guy, is he's a great quarterback, man. I'll say him, come on. I mean, they were talking Heisman last year with that guy. He's 6'5". He's big. He runs like a running back. He's got a great arm. I mean, they're going to be a different team and at least their offense is, is going to be, uh, is going to work. I mean, they still have a, a Ty Fry Fogel, who's a very good wide receiver. And then that, that tight end, uh, Peyton, uh, Hendershot who had two touchdowns last year. He's, he's doing this. He's, he's got numbers this year. He's got four touchdowns already. He's their leading receiver, their tight end. So he's an athletic kid coming off the line, catching balls. And, you know, Rutgers has uh, struggles with the other team's tight end consistently on defense. So, you know, uh, they're two and seven, Steve, let's get it done. Come I on. hear you, exactly. man, but you know Enough what? Here's why, here's why, here's why, here's why Rutgers is not lucky in this pay. If Penix jr. Comes back, they're a different team. They're a different team. Oh, come on. So they're not Aaron much Rogers. better. They should okay. be, you know, they're, okay. no, they're better than they would be okay. with the freshmen, but okay. this is not a good team. There's okay. no, ex- there is zero excuse really to not a be in this game and b win it agreed Look, and, they went and to illinois agreed. illinois goes into penn yeah. state they beat them in happy valley yes. then rutgers goes in everybody thinks they're going to get blasted because illinois is now the team to beat they go in and beat them there and then the following next week illinois goes and beats minnesota yeah. at minnesota come on <laughs> rutgers is Right. Is good. They can I win know. at Indiana if Illinois can win at Penn State and top 20 minutes. Without question, but the bulk of the Indiana season is they've look at Penix went down and then Jack Tuttle, their backup went down too. So they had a freshman quarterback who couldn't get out of his own way. You know, we've seen that before. And so if that's, that's the bulk of their season, if they get back and then they get that, they steady that quarterback position. You know, come on guys. we we'll, we all know it's the most important position on the field and your, and your you team like changes. Alum, no, 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 no. Listen, I am, listen, they can win this game. I think if Penix jr. Plays is a little bit of bad luck because I think with the freshman quarter, they back, they have a much better chance, but I still think they can win this game. Absolutely. There's no question. You know, Indiana is struggling. I think it's puzzling that they're struggling as much and fell off as much as they had the last two seasons. They were very good. So What's the spread, do we know what the spread is? I see like eight points. Yeah. So, uh, and, right. and, and we figure yeah, Indiana's home and like, if, especially if, if, if they're, if they're, they're, their starting or backup quarterback plays, you figure they're going to be favored in this, but yeah, he's going to start for Rutgers. Vedral says well, he Vedral. will. <laughs> well, I mean, Shano said Vedral, Vedral uh, is supposed to start. He's going to, uh, he didn't, he didn't practice early in the week, but he's practicing now. Um, he's, he, what about Wimbush? Are we going to see any more of him? Wimsat. Wimsat. Uh, probably in, probably in a special, uh, Ralph Wimbush, probably in a special basketball. play here and there. <laughs> my bad. The That's question is, bad. is Snyder and Simon, can they step up and do the job? I mean, they really no. haven't. And, and honestly, they really haven't had an opportunity to, but they, can they, um, can they run like Vedral? I don't think so. They probably, maybe both of them have little better arms than Vedral, but you know, Vedral's probably their best chance. And maybe he can start doing the same thing he did in Illinois with the, uh, the, you know, the run pass option and kind of scrambling Steve, himself. The problem it. is he gets Wimsat beat up. Through the he most beautiful pass of the year. 
what's, what's that? Wimsett threw the most beautiful he pass did. of the year on the run, fourth down. To I, you know right what? Listen, dry. That was listen. Beautiful. If he comes out as a starting three. quarterback on Saturday, man, I am fired up. Let's see what happens. But well, I, just I think, think you're going to see him at of a some point, yeah. right? Because yeah. they're past the, the time yeah. where they have to worry about protecting right. him for a year, worrying about whether he used up a year of eligibility. So I, I think and you will look see at, him speaking at some of, more often. Speaking of Michael Penix Jr., you got a Michael Penix Jr. possibly in, in Wimsat. He's got the height yeah, that he does. He fills out a little bit. I don't know if he can run like Penix. Penix Jr. runs like a friggin' uh, running back. Um, yeah. And he's a big, tough kid with a good arm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but he's bigger. He's clearly bigger than, than Wimsat. But Wimsat's a 17-year-old kid. Should be in senior in high school. So uh, speaking of... Uh, uh, the the running back, I don't have his name right off the top of my head, the running back for Wisconsin who ran all over Rutgers on Saturday was a 17-year-old. You got him on the sheet there, Matt. Um, and so it, it, these uh, uh, it's a new world with these kids uh, uh, playing in, in that position. But well, we'll see, man. It'd be kind of exciting to uh, to see what uh, if we come Allen. out there and, and do some. Bra- Braylon Allen, correct. 129 yeah. yards, touchdown, 17-year-old kid. And, uh, they ran uh, for Malou- 305 yards yeah. as a team. They ran yeah. up and down the field. Yeah. Like Matt said, that's what they do. Yeah. They have offensive linemen littered in the NFL, and they have they send running backs as well. Oh, and they New were Jersey picking up. Running backs. Yeah, they were picking up yards yeah. in huge chunks uh, running the mm. ball. So there was no chance for Rutgers once once the train left the station. It was it was there was no chance. Yeah. Zero. Mm-hmm. So in, in the it. end of the day. They've, they've got to figure out a way to move the ball. This is a defense they probably should be able to move the ball with. Again, I mean, it's this running game. But what are they going to move it with? So, so here's the problem. It's a movable object, right? <laughs> it, it's like a law of physics, right? Yes. Uh, you know, the running back's got to have a hole to run through. The quarterback has to throw to a receiver who can catch. The quarterback has to have time to throw that ball. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we, we get it. Right. And, and so those, but this is a defense that's been struggling all year. And, you know, they've so got, they've had to get some, better. They've had some lopsided losses too. They've had some ugly right. losses too. So, so, and it's not like a movable object versus an unstoppable force. There is no unstoppable right, force right. for on either side of the ball for either team. Yeah. They are about the same. So maybe Rutgers does convert a turnover. Uh, maybe Rutgers does show what they showed not Saturday, but in some of the weeks before. Uh, that's the question mark. What Rutgers team is going to show up and we'll see. Yeah, I, I think you'll see Wimsett for a series mm-hmm. or two. I think you will. Yeah, it, it would it'd be great to see him out there. I don't there think he'll and, start. Like, if Vedral yeah. doesn't start, I mean, my goodness, that guy is so banged up. It's it's incredible. No, I, I don't, know, back why, him, I don't know why Shiano kept him yeah. in once the game got out of hand. Yeah. Uh, but and he is a tough. He is a tough guy. You know, I started is, the end of the show. I kind of beat him up at the beginning of the show, but he, he did have beat an awful, up enough. He did have Believe an awful. Me, your, your blows are not uh, nearly uh, as bad as the ones he's absorbed. <laughs> but I had a bad know, Saturday, man. Be, he, he I don't just know whether it'll be Cole Snyder, yeah. or it'll be Evan Simon. Yeah. One of those guys would start. And I, I believe if, if Vegel Sean Gleason probably probably said that run pass option is not going to work. We got to throw the ball downfield because because Wisconsin will just swallow this guy up. Uh, Cause they are, they do have a good defense, they have good linebackers, man. 
think they were playing like a three, four, but Rutgers still couldn't run the ball. So they probably, Gleason probably said, Hey, we got to throw the ball downfield. And then, you know, you saw the results, man. I mean, and that is a good defense, but man, you know, two picks early and that thing was over. So we have to see what he can do against an Indiana offense. And maybe he's not as banged up as we th- would think you are. You know, you just had to get a little bit of rest, but he has been getting oh, I hit think he hard. Was concussed. Oh, yeah. oh, well, if that's the case, man. And keep him off the field. Well, so, you know, I mean, that's why, yeah. that's why Shiano, that's why Shiano is non-committal. But let's put it this way. Snyder and Simon in his place at Indiana. Did that, does Rutgers win that game? I say very slim chance. I mean, really. And then if Wimsack can, can work some magic and come in there and be a, a guy who then all of a sudden you see him running down the field, like a deer at all, you know, taking, taking opportunities and such that, that we haven't seen all season long and, and then, and throwing the ball downfield 60 yards. I mean, that's, that'd be really exciting. It really would be. Somebody's got to get open. Yep. Yeah. Now that you're past the point of no return with him, I don't think there's any reason why you don't at least see a series with him. Yeah, you'll see. I mean, he, he, again, I go back to that one play. It was magic. I mean, it was absolute magic. Yes. Fourth down, they bring him in out of nowhere and, and he throws this pass away from, they tell you, don't throw against the grain. Don't throw. Oh, I saw him throw it across the, the middle. I'm like, oh, this is done. Uh, it was such my a. My God, it was. <laughs> just a thing of beauty. And then right. that's all we've seen a seed right to Melton, man, right at his chin. It was freaking beautiful. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, he's the future, obviously. Right. Those other guys are, are just window dressing. Right. They're not, they're not going to play. Yeah. Um, he is the future. So let's give, give the fans a little more of a taste. I mean, that's something that Rutgers yeah. fans, they need a little I think something they will. to get, to get, uh, um, to stay engaged because, you know, uh, uh, listen, I, I'm not a graduate, but I was out of that game in the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was done. You know, I halftime, watched the, the whole damn over. thing I, I, while I was yeah. out in Cali. That's how I tortured yeah. myself in a beautiful uh, Saturday afternoon. It was nice. It was. <laughs> it was. Oh, so, so then, you know, they, if, okay, they pulled this game out. And then, as you said, Matt, they got a chance. They got Maryland at home. It's all there. It's be really exciting to do. We'll have to see if they can, they can pull that off. But it goes down in Bloomington, uh, noon kickoff. And, uh, and if Rutgers can, uh, put another, uh, put another one in the win column. They got a shot at a bowl game. And that's just what you said, John, to keep the season going and keep interest going. And that's what we want to see. And they do have a chance. Uh, Indiana should be a uh, favored, but let's see. They do have a chance in this game and that'll do it for this week's RU review. I'm Steve Titchener with Matt Lachlan, John McAlevey on the phone. Check us out on SoundCloud on uh, Spotify, on iTunes, anywhere where you uh, find your podcast. And we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.